0: so um aviation update uh, Monday afternoon uh fly Safair celebrates five years in the in the flying business not the aviation business you've been in the aviation business much longer than that that's right that's ah. right yeah yeah see I got one thing right today <laughs> got one thing right today Via Vi obviously we got the information from you yeah there we go uh, so we are now joined uh, in the studio by Kebby. Uh, Gordon, he's head of sales and distribution at Fly Um Kebby, five years is a long time in this tough, tough. People don't know how tough this industry is. Mm-hmm. Having to deal with people like Natty, <laughs> uh, <laughs> myself, the weather. Yes. Uh, the costs of running the business. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so you have traffic. Okay. The cost of running the business, uh, competing, uh not only with comair but with uh, saa as well cuz i've had stories in the past where you know um uh, people would complain about you know how unfair saa you know is mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. terms of also, introducing is it the low cost, low cost airline? Yeah, right? so Mango is is, mango. is a, a subsidiary. Yeah, Mango. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I'm from Limpopo. I love my Mango. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love Mangoes. <laughs> Radio Two Thousand. In case we've just landed, we're chatting to Kirby Gordon. He's head of sales and distribution at Fly Safair. Um, Kirby, congratulations on your fifth anniversary. Uh, this us- is big, Kirby. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. congratulations. Thanks, this is yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is big. Mm. So, where did it all start? I know you joined the company a couple of months later. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so I joined the airline in the Feb. They started in the October. Okay. Um, but actually, what's quite interesting is that few people realise that Safair is a company that's actually about fifty-four years old, wow. and for a long time now has been a like a stalwart in the African aviation industry. I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. Operating behind the scenes largely. So we've done a lot of um, leasing work for major airlines behind the scenes. Oh. Um, but within the aviation circles, kind of quite well known. Leasing your aircraft. Leasing out aircraft with crew and. Main Okay. Yeah, so it's like a full service. So you guys kind of have occasion. been
0: in the game for we, fifty four years. We've been doing it.
1: We've been doing so it. So anybody a long was time.
0: nervous to use Flysafe Air was actually doing themselves a disservice because you, you, you know guys it, have a wealth of experience.
1: Anyone that's flown semi regularly in South Africa since the eighties had flown on a on a Safair plane before the Flysafe
0: Air tail hit the runway. They just wow. didn't. Know. They, just, they didn't just didn't know, know it. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I think you know. Um, I think when, when, whenever there, 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 there are problems, and they're not really big problems, nothing to really stress about. I think there's always a, a tendency to to make everything a sensation. Thus, people start panicking, mm, mm. you know, and information gets distorted, mm, mm, right? Mm. So, uh, I mean, we all know that, you know, running, um, you know, a low-cost airline is not easy, Mm, yeah. hasn't been easy for you for for you and you know most airlines in in South Africa What's the secret to your success? I think five years is a long time. What's the secret to your success? It,
1: it is a long time. And, and I think there are a few things. You know, I think the one thing that we have to get credit to is the age of the company that I mentioned before. Yeah. Mm. You know, a lot of guys come along and running an airline is a complicated business. You know, you or I could come off the street and, and open a coffee shop with a, a, and have a good chance at some success, you know. But an airline is a very complicated business. And not anyone who's interested in, in airplanes or who knows even how to fly an aircraft, for example, is necessarily. Equipped to to run an airline, but the fact that this company had been doing it, you know, for forty nine years. Extensively had worked with a lot of airlines and, and had come and gone. I think that really set us in a good stead, both culturally but also in terms of the knowledge, you know, to be able to access this market. But Kobe,
0: there must have been a couple of challenges or hiccups here oh. and there. And, and I'd love to know which ones stand out for you.
1: Oh, without a doubt. No, listen, I mean, there have been loads and loads along the way. I mean, yeah. I think um, I, I said it beforehand, you know, you play in an arena where you've got an SOE, you've got a listed entity, and then you've got a private company. There's bound to be a bit of drama. Yes. So it's always going to be interesting out there but you know we've we've just kind of put our heads down and said listen there are a few key things we want to focus on and those are the big challenges that we need to overcome for us being on time is so important you Mm. know we're the most on-time airline in the world i don't know if not not many people realize that but actually you know of a certain size you've got to be considered yeah uh, most on-time airline in the world 94 percent on-time departures for this year that for us is key you know that was going to make the difference. Because nothing was than a delayed flight. Oh, it just sets you back. You just sit there, and I mean, I mean and why do they make those chairs in the airports so uncomfortable? I swear they've got a designer in there that makes them more uncomfortable than oh, any other chair. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so that was so that was a key thing, you know. And then we wanted to try and make flying as hassle-free as we could for customers. And you know, there are lots of lots of challenges along the way. There, you've got to work very closely with all the parties. And airlines got a lot of moving parts. You know, airports that are there. You've got fuelers. You've got catering companies. You've got ground handlers. You got to get together and really get that team to work nicely so that that was really key for us is to get that all in line and get that in place so that we can offer a, a great customer service and then the other thing the biggest challenge but I mean this is everyone's challenge you gotta try to keep those fares as low as possible you yeah. know? and I mean you mentioned it earlier Glenn, You said the, 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 the reality is costs are just going through the roof price yeah. of fuel is better now than it has been but oh it's been tough exchange rate people's own personal sort of financial status. I mean, no one has the kind of just expendable income that they, that they did a few years ago. It's tough. It's hard out mm, there at the
0: moment. Mm. So tell us about the impact that has had, you know, that you, you know, um, as a low cost airline, you know, you've experienced since the introduction. Obviously you have got Comair, but then uh, SAA also introduced a Mango, mm, which mm. is also a low mm. cost mm, airline. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, so so SA have been um, operating Mango for quite a while, and then we have you know you've got the Kalula brand, which is probably our yeah. other big competitor in the LCC space, and um, you know we came in there with with guns blazing. I mean, I think the interesting thing about air tickets that. I don't know that everyone realizes that we it's a commodity, you know, it's like growing maize. Yeah, you know, we've got to have we've got these aircraft. They've got to fly a schedule. I'm going to fly to East London for you every day. Mm. So it's there that flight's going to happen no Mm. matter what. And at the end of the day, the price is set by the market. It's where that supply meets that demand. And when a new guy like ourselves comes comes in. And I mean, we're standing here today with about 22 percent of the domestic seat capacity in South Africa. What you do is you add in supply into the market. And as soon as we add that supply in there, the price drops you know yes, and that's yes. what's great for the consumer from that perspective but it makes it tricky for everyone too because now we all want our little piece of the pie mm. and um and and the pie hasn't gotten any bigger no, you know the last not. two three years the number of south african passengers pretty much stayed the same
0: i mean to 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 to, to run um uh, a successful business how many planes do you think you know um a company would need Yeah, i mean it's an interesting question because it's
1: all relative you know yeah. we're, we're sitting at a position now where we're where we're we're getting quite comfortable we've got 17 aircraft in our fleet that we're operating but you know and and in south africa that's quite considerable you know that's a nice size fleet. that's a that's a really good computer but that doesn't compare to some of the european guys you know, they're sitting with 700 yeah. aircraft in their fleet, mm-hmm. so it is it is a game of economies of scale. It's about utilising those aircraft as best you can, your crew, making your costs go as far as you can, so that you keep the fares as low as possible. But um, but your yeah, critical mass it's, it, it's it's a great question. You know what I mean? And, and if you do find the answer, won't you just give me a buzz and let me know? Because <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I guess you know in in Europe, you know, I think the the skies are open. Yeah, You know, you can fly, I mean, you can operate from London, go to Spain, That's go it. to Croatia, Kazakhstan, whereas in, yeah. in, in, in Africa, it's, it's very difficult. It's I mean, tri- you yeah. basically yeah. become a domestic business. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be great for you to be able to fly people to Botswana, to Mozambique, yeah. to Ghana, uh, to Nigeria and, you know, all the countries that are there uh, in the continent. Mm-hmm. Then obviously, uh, I'm sure business would be much better.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I mean, we mustn't forget that, you know, certainly within the SADC region, South Africa is, is certainly one of the major economies. And I mean, if you think about the number of, of seats that are operated, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a, a, a little bit of a, a number on it. So we, we, we operate what we call a narrow-body aircraft. A narrow-body and a wide-body, I'm sure the guys have told you in this segment before, is two different types of aircraft, basically, if it's got one aisle or two. You okay. know, it's the easiest way to think of it. Mm. So we operate the narrow-body aircraft type. In South Africa, between Joburg and Cape Town, there are about 230,000 seats that are operated per month. Okay? The biggest route for narrow-body aircraft leaving South Africa is joburg Vintuk. It's only 22,000. Okay. So the South African domestic market is actually it's, it's really big mm. compared to the rest of the regional market yeah. when it comes to seat numbers, which is why you often find a lot of carriers that have got slightly smaller aircraft. That would tend to fly into those routes rather than the jets.
0: I'm just curious about your fly now pay later
1: hey, okay. option that you were giving to passengers.
0: <laughs> what was that, Kirby?
1: <laughs> well it's a it's a it's a great solution. So we've partnered with a, a really cool little company called MobyCred. Yeah. Um, and what it is is it's it's a payment solution. So you can go and buy your flights on our site. Um, if you're not already a MobyCred subscriber, you can then make application to them. And effectively you make payment for your flights now and then you can pay it off in instalments. So they facilitate that process for us. It's all online. It's really slick, it's a really easy application. Um it's a brilliant service and it's, it's like a labor. Brilliant. It's yeah. like a labor. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah.
0: it's so cool. Yeah, wow. okay, so we've got a caller, guys. Uh Simtolile. How are you, how are you man? I'm good, thank you. I'm alright, man. Excellent. I'm the first time caller, eh? Hey, welcome, welcome, yes, thank
1: Hi, Woo!
0: Thanks to <laughs> Safa, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh can I can I
1: go ahead or not? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Uh, So you mentioned that uh, the prices are determined by demand, right? Yeah. And the market. That's right. So how is it that, you know, sometimes you advise to book early, and if you book late, the prices are usually more expensive. Yeah. So how does that happen? What? Well, well, that's, well, that's exactly it. It's it's a time decay model. Um, so what that means, if I can kind of explain it in, in, in a basic sense, let's say I've got a flight that's leaving at the end of February next year from Joburg to East London. Mm. Right now, okay. there are quite few people that know that they want to fly on that specific date, right? Mm. So it's quite far out. There's not a whole lot of people that are clamoring to our counters to go and buy that flight. The demand is low, but the supply is high because I haven't sold very many seats on that flight. So right now, there are 189 empty seats for you to choose from. The price that I can call for that flight is quite low Mm. let's cut forward now okay that flight was on the 28th of feb we're on the 27th of feb now it's the day before departure there are five seats left and now there's a whole lot of people that suddenly realize yes yeah i've got to go i've got to be in east london at this particular time Mm. like let's get going so the demand is incredibly high but the supply is very low hence the price goes up and up because i'm going to sell it to the person who's prepared to pay the most for it ah. pay the most.
0: yeah i'm thanks. not here oh, for a haircut guys for i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when you do a festival if the yeah. festival is in fab you say buy tickets now yeah yes. you buy online is 100 rand early yeah. bird <laughs> early bird, Ellie yeah. bird. Oh, okay it makes sense so Kirby, you sometimes run like very cheap uh tickets right yeah uh, specials how do you make money charging
1: as low as you do. It's hard. It is very hard. I mean, I think w- one of the interesting sort of side facts to that is let's not forget that 133 Rand and 61 cents of the pr- ticket price that I charge at any ticket mm. is going directly toward airport taxes, SSCAA fees. I'm not seeing any of that money. Mm. What's left, I still have to talk to the Vatman about. So if I'm selling a 299 ticket, you've got about 166 Rand that me and the Vatman have got to talk about after that, you know. So it is very little. And the reality is that there are times when airlines fly where we take a loss. You know, we're going to fly every day. We're going to have that flight there available for you. There are times where we make good money because that demand supply dynamic means that we can charge good prices and we'll recover a bit then. But there are times when we're going to make a loss and and we use those strategically. And the key is if it costs me... Uh, let's say you know 100 rand to fly from Johannesburg to Cape Town. I wish it did, and and I wish it did. I too. wish it did, <laughs> and I'm making back 20 bucks. Well, look, I'm only losing 80. I'm not mm. losing 100, so it's worth my while.
0: So, if, what are your future plans? Uh, you know, any plans for future uh, route expansions? Yeah, I mean, we're,
1: we're constantly. More looking planes. More planes, more planes always. Right now, what we're in the process of doing is we operate two aircraft type, the, the 737-400 and 737-800s. 800s are the slightly more modern and slightly larger aircraft. So we're at the moment busy upgrading all of the 400s that we have in our fleet to 800s. Right now, it's about 50-50. So we're trying to get those up. And what that automatically means is that we push more seats into the market because they're bigger aircraft. Okay. So that's cool. That's the first place. We've got a few of those. We've actually got a new, a new 800 that's sitting on the apron at the moment waiting for its approval. So if anyone from the CAA is listening, give us that give us that stamp, guys. We're ready to go with that one. Um, so that'll be up and flying pretty soon. Um, we're looking at new routes all the time, you know, checking mm. out those Can opportunities. Don't you
0: tell us about your routes at the
1: moment. Yeah, sure. So we fly to seven destinations or seven airports. Um, So we've got Lanseria, Joburg, we've got Cape Town, George, East London, Port Elizabeth, and Durban all connected. I think maybe one of the unusual ones that people uh, don't don't realize that we fly is we do the links between Durban and East London and Durban and Port Elizabeth. Mm. Um, So that's quite a nice one, quite an unusual route. Um, But yeah, up to about 74 to 76 flights a day. Um, and we've now, as of last week, actually, we just missed it with our birthday. But as of last week, eleven million passengers. Wow! wow. Yeah, Flysafe yeah. is doing the yeah. things, man. <laughs> nice Congratulations, Congratulations. Thanks, guys.
0: K-B, Gordon. I didn't know that you guys had been in business for so long. Wow, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. learn something every day. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you, Cabbie. That's Kabby. I hope you'll remember me when you see me at the airport. Uh, You know what? I've got a special
1: (laughs) list and you're on that list, man. I'm going to get my alerts. There you go. Make sure, make sure that they block you at the gates.
0: (laughs) They will not block me. (laughs) Kevin Gordon, he's head of sales and distribution at Fly Safair. Thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much.